Hey, this is Brandon Emma Richardson, and we are the pastors here at Slate Church based in Waterloo, Ontario, and this is our Sunday podcast. We really hope this message inspires you to lean into all that God has for you. If you would like to get connected with us, follow us on social media or go to slatechurch.com. And hey, it helps us a lot if you would rate, review, subscribe, and share this podcast. Join us for today's message. Hey, Slate Church, how are you doing today? Wherever you're tuning in from, whether you're tuning in uh, online live or whether you're turning, tuning in on demand afterwards, just want to say welcome. Great to have you here at Slate Church online with us today. Uh, listen, it's a really cool thing what God is doing through our online kind of campus and location, all the stuff that is available for people online. It's been amazing to see just some of the communities that are being built out of this. Uh, talking a little bit with Pastor Nate about the online local and all the stuff that's happening there. Um, big shout out and a big welcome to everybody out in Coburg. Uh, hey guys, it's awesome to hear some of the stuff that's happening out there. Shout out to people in um, in Cambridge. It's awesome to hear about what's happening there. And and uh, and a big hello to everybody that's just tuning in from different places across Ontario. Whether you're tuning in with somebody today and, and you're kind of gathered in a home with some friends or whether you're just tuning in um, individually uh, online, it's just awesome that you're here. What a, what a cool opportunity and privilege it is to be able to just connect with people and build a relationship and build community online. It's not necessarily something that I had ever really wrapped my mind around, but it's really cool that we're able to do this as a community, as a church here together. And it's cool to be just a part of a, of a greater church here in North America, but also even just within Slate Church. Um, just a quick little like piece on, on who I am. I'm going to just introduce myself before we jump into uh, God's Word today. But my name is... Uh, Jared Moore, I'm part of the team here at Slate Church, and, and my wife and I, we have the opportunity and privilege of actually um, leading a lot of the stuff that happens at our Waterloo AM location here uh, in Waterloo. And so we meet at a theater, and we get to work with the team there, and it's really phenomenal. And then we get to work a little bit with the, the evening team in the, in the PM that meets in a, in a concert venue, and then you've got Elmira that's meeting. And so it's just always good to remember that like, as much as we're engaging in this as an individual today, we're part of a larger community. We're part of a larger thing that God is doing here in Ontario uh, and throughout Canada. And so it's really exciting to be here with you today. Uh, and I just want to say a big welcome on behalf of myself and, and beh- on behalf of our, our lead pastors, Pastors Brandon and Emma. Beth and I have been able to sit under their leadership for uh, quite a few years now. And we just love them so much. We're so grateful for uh, the church that, that they're building and the community that they're building and that God is building through them. And I'm really grateful for the opportunity today to be able to share some of the things that God has been placing on my heart as we go into this new year. We are in uh, January 2nd, so I will be uh, transparent. It's not the new year yet when we're recording this. We're recording this in December, getting ready for the new year as it's coming. And so I'm going to talk a little bit about resolutions and stuff like that. I am in the New Year's resolutions thinking phase. I'm not in the implementing or deciding phase yet. I'm just processing through what the new year is going to bring. But as we're watching this together online, it's January 2nd. We're in the new year. It's pretty phenomenal. And, And the new year is exciting because the new year brings a lot of new opportunity and and not necessarily new opportunity in like our lives per se or anything like particularly changing in the world around us but what it does bring is it brings a new perspective brings a new attitude it brings maybe a new energy a new passion for things um for some people maybe it actually just kind of crushes you (laughs) and you're like looking at the new year going like man i didn't do half the stuff i wanted to do last year i don't know how i'm going to accomplish all the stuff that i'm going to do this year i'm another year older i'm another year like closer to the grave i know for me i'm like only 26 years old but every single year i'm just like oh my gosh like i'm just getting further and further down the line here my wife and i we we had a daughter her name's um her name is i almost forgot her name her name is vivian and she's six months old now and 
and she's amazing, but just seeing her grow up, it's just like, time is just such a weird thing. So, so New Year's can be uh, good and bad for people, but I think the, the good elements of a New Year actually brings with it a lot of uh, excitement, brings with it a lot of opportunity to, to do something different, to, do, to take, take a pivot or turn in our life. Maybe the things that we've been going, the direction we've been going, maybe we found ourselves in a rut that we're caught in, and, and the New Year's just, it's kind of an arbitrary date on the calendar to go, you know what, I'm going to make some changes in my life. I'm going to do something different. I'm going to set some goals. I'm going to shake things up. And there's so much potential in a new year. There's so much excitement in a new year. And so to be gathering like this on the second day of this new year, 2022, and to be gathering around the Word of God and be gathering together at, at church online, like it's a really powerful thing. It's a significant thing. And I believe that God has something to speak to you today as you begin this new year. Whatever resolutions you set, whatever things you've been thinking through, whatever that looks like, I believe God has something fresh for you this morning or this afternoon, whenever you're tuning in, I believe that there's something that He wants to speak to you today. So I just want to encourage you, as we're getting into this stuff, we're going to be reading some of the words of Jesus right out of Scripture. And as we're jumping in, I want to encourage you, let's, let's be present this morning. Let's be present today as we're, as we're getting into this. Let's, if you got a notebook, grab your notebook. Let's be taking notes. If you got a Bible, I think in the, in the Church Online platform, if you're, if you're doing it online, there's a little Bible tab. You can follow along in Scripture. There. We're going to be reading some chunks of, 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 uh, of Scripture today and actually unpacking what they mean for us uh, today. So I'm excited about it. I'm really looking forward to it. And uh, we're going to jump in here. We're going to read the passage of Scripture, and then we're going to pray, all right? So the passage we're going to be talking through today is found in Luke chapter 6, verses 46 to 49. All right, so we're going to read three uh, verses out of Luke 6. And basically, this passage in Luke, it's coming at the end of um, what we call the Sermon on the Mount. And so Jesus has, has basically got all of these people around him, and he's preached this, this sermon, this message. He's given this instruction on how to live life, on, on, on the way to conduct yourself, on the way to be, and, and, and how to actually uh, live in the world that you find yourself around. And he closes all of it off with this thought. He's talking about these two houses, and maybe they're identical houses. He doesn't really talk much about the houses, but what he talks about is the foundation on which the houses are built. And that's kind of the question I want to I tackle with us today as we look at this new year, as we look at all that it's going to bring. I want to ask the question is, what are we building on as people? What is the foundation under which we're building our lives? We're all building towards something over time. We're, we're building on a foundation of either a desire to be successful, a desire to accumulate money, a desire to accumulate uh, friendships and relationships. Uh, even people that maybe you feel like don't have drive or are just kind of like uh, fairly lazy, they're building on something. Maybe they're building on self-comfort. Maybe they're building on who knows. But we're all building on something. We're building towards something, who we are becoming and who um, and who, well, who we're becoming over time. And I guess I, I, wanna, I wanna ask this question to us as we begin this new year, as there's a bit of a turning point in our life, an opportunity to do something fresh, something new. I wanna ask us, what is the foundation on which we're building on? So why don't we pray? We're gonna unpack these thoughts over the next little bit here. God, thank you so much for your word. Thank you for the teachings that are in your word. Thank you for um, just scripture and the, 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 the ideas and, and the, the insight into our life, into who you are, into who we are, God, that you've given us through your word, Lord. I pray that as we, as we open it up today, God, that you would speak to us in a new way, in a fresh way, that you would reveal yourself to us in a new way. That maybe for those of us who, who don't know you well and, and are just getting into an understanding of what our faith looks like, Lord, I pray that you would give us a, a new understanding of who you are, Lord. For those of us that have maybe grown up um, with a relationship with you, God, I pray that you would deepen our, our love for you and our understanding of you today. We love you, God, and we thank you. And we ask this in your name. Amen. Amen. 
Well, I think in, in a couple of different avenues, I talked a little bit about um, my growing up experience and what it looked like. It was a little bit unique as an individual um, before the age of 16, 15 or 16, something like that. The longest I'd ever lived in one place was three months. We traveled around a lot. Um, we'd go back to some of the same places often, but we would never really stay there for very long. And so growing up, um, there wasn't a whole lot for, for me to do, to be honest. Like we were, we were traveling so much, I saw a lot of the world, I met a lot of people, I had a lot of uh, like friendships, they were brief, but I had them. And, uh, and, and there was just a lot of time spent kind of alone, a lot of time spent like doing uh, things that you, you could basically kind of like do in a confined space by yourself. And so it sounds like, like the worst growing up experience ever. It wasn't that bad, but I did a lot of reading growing up. I read a lot of books, I read a lot of novels, um, I watched a lot of movies. Movies were like a big staple in, in our family, in our household, I love movies. I uh, played a lot of video games growing up. They're just things that kind of you could sort of do independently. And so uh, there was a lot of good to our growing up experiences, but one of the challenges that it left me with is when I ended up going to high school and landing in, in, in one place and building relationships, um, I didn't have like, I'd never really played sports. Never really played team sports. I never really like had to work with other kids to accomplish a goal and things like that. And I went to a high school that was really, um, it was very sports heavy. Like they had a couple of different sports teams and they did fairly well and it was a big driver in the school. Like, like everybody wanted to be on these teams and they wanted to dress up for games and all this stuff. And it was a, it was a big deal to be a part of, of the sports teams. And I wanted to get in and get involved and, and build relationships and have friends and I didn't really know where to, where to fit in and all that stuff as I was new to the school. So I tried out for uh, a bunch of different sports teams and, um, and I remember just being like super overwhelmed at the tryouts. Like I'd show up and I didn't have any of these fundamentals built and I was just getting like destroyed in these tryouts. I mean, needless to say, you're going in like fresh into it. I didn't make any of the teams. And I remember thinking afterwards like, man, like I don't know what my place is gonna be in this school. I don't know where I'm gonna like find myself in, in the mix of all of this stuff. And I, I remember um, towards the end of, uh, end of my first year in high school, talking to my dad about it and we were in our in our kitchen uh in thailand and, and i was having a conversation with him and i just said like i don't know where i fit like i don't have anything that i'm i'm necessarily good at like when my dad was in school he was a great football player he got lots of scholarships and that was sort of like his thing and i remember saying like you had football i didn't i didn't really i don't really have anything like, i don't know who i am or like what i do and, and it was a challenging thing to go through at the time but i'm actually grateful for it in hindsight because it it forced me to ask the question of myself of like who am I and who am I becoming over the course of my life? I didn't really have anything to put my, 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 my feet on or any, any kind of firm foundation to, to plant myself in when I was growing up. It was very transient, things moved around a lot. And so one of the only consistent things in my life over time was my relationship with God. And as challenging as that was through different seasons, I'm grateful for it now because it allowed me to ask some of these questions early on. And it's a question I want to ask today is what, what are you building your life on? What are you building your life towards? This illustration that Jesus outlines is talking about these houses and it's talking about the foundation that they're, that they're laid on. And, and the question that I'm asking today is like, what is the foundation that, that you're building your life on? I, I've been talking to so many people recently um, in the course of my life that are, that are doing all of the right things or all the things that people would consider to be right. They're kind of checking all the boxes. They're progressing through life well. You know, they maybe finished high school and they went to university and then out of university they got a good job. And there's this idea of, of signaling. Have you ever heard of this idea of signaling? I learned about this in university. Maybe it's a common thing, maybe it's not. This idea of signaling is like we, we often go through our life trying to signal to the people around us 
what our value is, what our worth is. You signal to um, to uh, different like jobs through your resume. You, they don't know you. They don't know you know who you are, what kind of person you are. But you're trying to signal to them, I've got the skills needed for this job. You try to signal to a partner, you know, they don't know the full depths of who you are and what you're building your life on. But you try to signal, I'm a good guy. I'm, I'm you know trustworthy. We're signaling all all of these different areas of our life. We're kind of signaling these virtues in and amongst ourselves. And we do this as people to other people, where it's like, okay, I'm trying to signal to the world around me that I'm okay, I'm good, I'm healthy. And, and, and we each do it in different ways. Some of us put a smile on our face all the time and that's my signal to everybody around me that I'm okay, I'm always happy, I'm always smiling. Um, some of us, we feel a pressure, I've gotta have a great career, I've gotta be successful and in order for me to have influence, in order for me to have success, in order for me to go the places that I wanna go, I need to signal to the world around me. Some of us drive nice cars to go like, I need to signal my success through the, the vehicles I drive or the clothes that I wear, the way that I look. Um, some of us signal to the world around like, uh, maybe, maybe it's a relationship. Maybe we put a lot of value in our relationships and so we're going, okay, cool, I've, I've got the job, I've got the car, I've got the house, and now all I need is the relationship. And Now I've got the relationship. And in this signaling health to the world around us, we're building these houses. We're building these things that people can see, these houses that people can see, but oftentimes we're building them on very empty foundations because the, 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 the desire behind the building is off. The foundation behind the building is off. And so when we read a passage of scripture like this, this Luke passage isn't, isn't a good thought that Jesus is leaving that applies sometimes. He's not going like, here's an idea that I just had and I'll leave it with you before I go. You know, you want to build a house, make sure it's on a good foundation and, and that's kind of it. The things that Jesus are teaching us in his word here, they're the realities of how the world works. Because as I've gotten older over time and I've seen this idea of just like signaling out to everybody how good we're doing without building a deep foundation on something that lasts, I've seen it crumble time and time again. And you don't get that experience, you know, when you're in high school. You don't really see the fullness of that. And I'm only 26, and so I'm sure I'll see it more over the course of my life. But even at 26, I'm seeing marriages really struggle because their foundation wasn't God. Their foundation wasn't a relationship with Jesus. Their foundation was a bunch of signaling towards one another of, I'm okay, you're okay, we're all okay, I've got the house, I've got the car, I've got the career, you know, we're gonna move forward and we're not really gonna address the deep stuff that's going on. When, in this passage of scripture, it talks about digging deep to the rock. They're like a man building a house who dug down deep and laid a foundation on the rock. I, I'm seeing the reality of the scripture outworking in the world around me, in my life, and in, and in close people, in, in my family. I've got, got family members with, with phenomenal careers, and everybody would look at them and go, man, like, they've got it all. They've got the career, they've got the house, they've got the car, they've got the three kids, they're all doing sports, they're all doing this, they're all doing that. It's amazing, it's really beautiful. But you begin to see beyond some of that, and you go inside the house, and, and there's not, it's not as great as it looks on the outside. There's an emptiness there. There's a struggle there. There's a, there's a pain there. There's, there's conflict within the family that's not getting resolved. There's conflict within each individual interpersonally that's not getting resolved. And there's, there's a struggle that's happening that oftentimes we don't see because we're just looking at the, the outside of the house. The foundation is, is under the surface. And my desire for the, the people on the other side of the screen today, the desire for myself, the desire for my friends that I'm talking to is, is to, to, to really assess today, like, what is the foundation I'm building on? Am I just trying to signal health to the people around me, or do I really understand what it means to follow Jesus? Do I understand the sacrifice that it takes to follow Jesus? Do I understand what, what deep, like, health 
in me as a person looks like? Do I understand what a strong relationship with my partner looks like? Do I understand what a strong relationship with God looks like? Do I understand what it means to be, to be stable and to be sure and to be confident in who I am and who God is in my relationship with Him? Do I have a relationship with God? It talks about this passage. It says, why do you call me Lord, Lord, paying lip service to God, but not actually living out the principles and the practices that, that Jesus has laid out for us? And listen, a, a nice house and a nice car and, and, and a great career and all that stuff, it's not mutually exclusive to, being like a, uh, to building on a strong foundation. You can build on a strong foundation and have a lot of those things. It doesn't talk about the houses at all. It talks about the foundation that the house is built on. It's the heart that Jesus is getting at in this illustration, in this passage. Now, oftentimes we really complicate things in life and we look in all of the sort of the wrong directions for fulfillment. We look in the wrong directions for a satisfaction and a satiation of this emptiness that's inside us. And I love the way that, that Paul talks about it in, in Philippians. If you look at Philippians chapter 3 verses 8 to 10, he says this, Indeed, I count everything as lost because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. For his sake, I've suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish in order that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which comes through faith in Christ, the righteousness from God that depends on faith, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and may share his suffering, becoming like him in his death. Paul is talking about like all of these things, they're, they're, they're worthless. They're nothing when it comes to the, that comparison of knowing Christ and being known by him. And the calling that God has on each of our life, like this is the, this is the foundation, that relationship with God. So often we can overcomplicate the things in our life to go like, okay, like what do I do then? If, if, what is the foundation that I'm working on? How am I building? I mean, a great indicator of, of the foundation that you're building on is like, where are you putting your time? A lot of, a lot of our time, if, for me personally, if I'm saying like, I want to build my life on the foundation of my relationship with God, my marriage, I want to be marked by um, by my relationship with God. I want it to be two people that are really solid in their relationship with God, that are coming together and building a beautiful home and a beautiful family where each of us knows God and loves God and serves God and is obedient to the things that he's asking us to do. If that's the case, then is my calendar reflecting the, the things that I desire? How much time am I spending with God? Or am I just saying, Lord, Lord, but I don't actually take his, his teachings and implement them in my life? Am I just paying lip service to God or am I actually living out this conviction of I want to follow Jesus, I want to know Jesus and be known by Jesus, I want to, to impact the world around me, I want, to, I want to submit my desires to God and take on His desires. I want to live the way He's called me to live. It's, it's a, it's a quite, like you can boil most things down in your, in your walk with God. It's a, a bit of an oversimplification, but it's an oversimplification that has worked great for me over like the course of my life. Anytime I stray away from this, I always come back to it. And I want to, I want to share it's, it's two words. It's listen and obey. You can boil most of following Jesus down to those two ideas, listen and obey. And anytime I see somebody struggling in their life or struggling with some of these core foundations of who they are or where, what direction they should be going or what their purpose is or what their life should look like, it usually comes down to, to a gap in one of these two things. They're either not listening to the things that God is trying to speak to them or they're not obeying the things that God has spoken to them. It's very, very like, it's very simple. We overcomplicate this, this walk with God so much. Now we have very complicated lives. And listening can be very hard to do sometimes. It can be very difficult to hear what God is actually speaking to us because a lot of times as people, we, we don't necessarily want to hear it. We don't want to be confronted with, 
hey, maybe I actually need to sacrifice some of the things that I have that are comforts to me in order to, to, to be obedient to what God is asking me to do. That's a hard thing to hear. And, and for many of us, uh, we kind of close our ears off to that. So how do you actually listen to God? How do you listen to the Holy Spirit? You spend time with Him. You get in His presence often. You build community and you build people around you that are actually going to speak truth to you, people that you respect, people that you trust. These are two like really simple, easy ways. You look to God's Word. What is, what is a lot of times, like what we want to know is already laid out in Scripture for us. There's really, uh, people will often say like, what's my calling? What, what is my purpose in this life? What, what has God put me on earth to do? And while it's, it's, there are details within that, the core calling is the same for everybody. It's the calling to, to subdue the earth and then the calling to go and make disciples. So like really like two basic principles, two basic callings. And you can look at each of those deeper. I'm sure we'll unpack them in other times. But there's not a whole bunch of other stuff that God is calling us to as specific individuals. It's really just calling us to listen to Him and obey as He asks us to do the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. So we either struggle listening to what God has for us or we struggle with obedience. For, for the people that have grown up with an understanding of who God is and, and, and faith, oftentimes you know the right thing to do, you just have a hard time doing the right thing because it's, it's challenging. It's hard to say no to your desires in a moment. It's hard to see down the road of what something could be. It's hard to say yes to an awkward conversation with somebody you might not know because God's placing them on your heart. But, but most things in life are boiled down to we're not hearing God and we're not obedient to what He's asking us to do. If we can listen and if we can quickly obey, it kind of clears up all of this stuff. This is how you build a foundation on God. So the, the house that's being built is actually built on something that lasts, something that's strong, something that's stable. But so often I'm, I'm talking to, to like friends and people in, in our community and people outside of our community and, and it takes me forever to get past all the, the nothingness that we talk about to the root of what's going on in somebody's life. And I, I don't want to be that kind of person where if I'm struggling through something, you've got to like chip away at nine different conversations before I'm going to be honest of what's really going on in that foundation. Sometimes we're not honest with the foundation because we don't, we're not actually aware of the foundation. And if you're not aware of what you're building on, here's a great opportunity to pause and go, what is the foundation of my life? Is it, is it like career success? Is it financial accumulation? Is it, you know, a healthy marriage? And, and maybe none of those things are bad in and of themselves, but they're they're all not good if they're not working towards glorifying God. And so maybe the question today is like, is the purpose of my life, do I understand the purpose of my existence here on earth as an opportunity to, to be obedient to God and to glorify Him over my life? Or do I have another foundation that I'm, I'm building on? Sometimes we're not aware of the foundation. Sometimes we're aware of the foundation, but we're ashamed of what we've been building on. And we're ashamed that the foundation isn't where it should be or where we want it to be or where we think it should be. And that shame is overwhelming and we, we don't think that we can open up to people because, man, if I say something about it, they're just going to think of me different. They're going to, you know, yada, yada, yada. It doesn't, don't let shame keep you from, from working through that, that deep foundation of, of what's going on. Don't let pride stop you from what God is doing in your life. Proverbs 11, too, it says, when pride comes, then comes disgrace. But with humility comes wisdom. Let's be the kind of people that are humble enough to invite others into what's going on in our life. Say, I actually need another voice in here. I, I don't know if, if my foundation is right. I don't know if I'm actually building this on my relationship with God and the things that God has laid out for me. And maybe you're actually going like, man, I don't know what God has laid out for me. I don't know the right way to live. Go, go through the Gospels. Look at the teachings of Jesus. Look at what he's saying. And really, it comes down to like, listen and obey. Jesus says, like, you want to, in, in John 15, he says, 
how, how, you, how do you express your love for me? You obey my commands. How do you know that you love me? You're obedient to the things that I've laid out for you, that I've asked you for. And they're not bad things. They're things that actually are going to bring you fullness and fulfillment in your life. So go, go through scripture. Ask somebody. This is why we've got things like locals. This is why we've got things like Slate School. For, for everybody that's on the other side of this like online community, it's December 16th when I'm recording this. And when you watch this on January 2nd, my desire for you in this new year is that you'd actually begin to integrate the things that we're talking about at, at Slate Church here on a deep level with who you are. That you'd actually take the step and join an online local. That you'd actually take the step and build a relationship with somebody. That you'd actually take the step and open your Bible and go, what does God actually have for me? That you take the step and say, I want to submit my life to God. I want to, I want to follow Jesus. I want to understand what he has for me and live in accordance with what he has for me. My, my, my prayer is that you begin to build your foundation, build your life on the foundation of, of Jesus. We see this in the example of Jesus, right? We see Jesus comes to earth and, and his obedience to the Father is the number one thing. God listens to what his Father says and he obeys. And what is the result of, of Jesus' obedience? It's, it's an opportunity to be in relationship with God. Because Jesus came and he listened to the Father, there was an opportunity for him to say, I actually want to create a way for, for us as people to be in relationship with God. For the, the, the sin and the shame that everybody carries around with them, I want that to not be the end result for them, but I want to create a different way, a different life to live, a different way with the Father, a different foundation to build their life on. So Jesus came, and, and, and we talk about this often, we talk about his death on the cross and his resurrection and created a way for us to be in relationship with the Father. And every week we talk about this because it's a significant thing. It's part of that foundation that we're building on as people. Today we want to provide an opportunity for anybody that's on the other side of this camera that's going, man, like, I haven't really understood the foundation that I'm building on, and I don't want to build my life just for myself. I want to submit my life to God. I want to take a moment to, to say, I believe that Jesus is who he says he is. I believe that he's God. I believe that he came. I believe that he died on the cross to take my sin. And I want to make a decision to follow Jesus in the course of my life. If that's you on the other side of this camera, wherever you are, whether you're with a bunch of people, whether you're alone, it doesn't matter. Why don't we all bow our heads and close our eyes? It's a private moment between you and God. If you're hearing these words today and God is stirring something up in your heart to say, man, I want to follow Jesus. I want to build my life on the foundation that is the word of God and, and the teachings of Jesus. If that's you today, I want to pray for you this morning. And so there's a little button popping up in the chat if you're watching this live. Um, if you are watching it on demand, I just want to invite you to just raise your hand as an outward demonstration and say, God, I want to follow you. I, this is my moment to say, Jesus, I want to be a follower of you. I want to accept what you've done for me, the gift of salvation. I want to build my life on you. So if that's you today, go ahead and click that button, raise that hand. I want to pray for you. God, thank you for the people on the other side of this screen that are making that decision to follow you, Lord. I thank you that your presence is there with them right now. Lord, I pray that you would speak to them in a new way today, God, that you would reveal yourself to them in a new way, that they would know that you love them, to know that the, f the future that you have for them is good, that you're walking alongside them, God. I pray that you would reveal to them what it means to be a follower of you and build their life on the foundation that you've set for us, God. We love you and we thank you. And we ask this in your name. Amen. And just finally, really quickly, uh, for those of us that are here and tuning in today going like, man, maybe I haven't actually been building on the foundation that Jesus has set for me. Maybe I've been building on this desire of accumulation or, or insecurity or greed or whatever these other foundations are. And you're saying, I want this year to be different. I want this year to be marked by me following Jesus and being obedient to what he has for me. If that's you, with every head bowed and every eye closed so it's a private moment, why don't you just go ahead and raise your hand. Go ahead and raise your hand and say, man, I want to build my life on the foundation that Jesus lays out for me, on his teaching, on his word, on scripture, on community. I want to make the sacrifice in my life to do that this year. 
I got my hand up. Every, every day it's a challenge that we've got to come and, and face. And so why don't we pray together? God, thank you so much for your word and the teachings that you give us and, and the opportunity to live a different way than the world says, God. An opportunity to live a, a more full life, a more satisfied life, a more fruitful life, God. I pray that today, the, the, those of us that are saying, I want to build my life on the foundation that is Jesus, God, I pray that you would bring into our life the resources that we need to bring clarity to what does that mean day in and day out. I pray that you would give us direction, that you give us wisdom, God, and that your Holy Spirit would encourage us and, uh, and give us the way forward, God, and, that, and bring us the humility to invite other people into our life and what's going on. God, I pray that pride wouldn't stop anybody on the other side of this screen from actually walking in all that you have for them. We love you and we thank you, Nessus, in your name. Amen. Thanks again for listening to our Sunday podcast. To hear more messages like these, be sure to share and subscribe. We're thankful for all that God is doing in our church right now. We would love to have you be a part of what is going on. You can connect with us by filling out a connect card online at slatechurch.com. And hey, stay tuned for more content coming soon.